Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. K-O-Y. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Jokic up top. Gordon. Triple double for the basketball maestro from Serbia. Uh, yeah, that was the first game of the playoffs that we didn't play well, in my opinion. And so we can't lose our perspective of we played really good basketball. And that was our first really, really bad game of the playoffs. And so we just have to shift our perspective and get ready for the next game. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a fun-filled show here on a wide-open Wednesday as we've been talking a lot of basketball Especially with uh, Razorback basketball and Makai Mitchell coming back. It's been a lot of fun and getting great discussions on NIL and Hunter Dickinson and all of that. But we do know with Razorback baseball, they got a big series at home this weekend against South Carolina, which will be their final regular season series here in Baumwalker Stadium. And it's been great so far for the Hogs. I believe that D1Baseball.com has them as the uh, number four national seed right now. And looks uh, to be in the driver's seat of hosting the regional. But as a national seed and everything, you still got two series left. But one of the big players that have really come along and done a great job for the Razorbacks this year has been Gage Wood. Because we know that Dave Van Horn talked about his pitching staff in the beginning part of the season, saying it was one of the deepest he's ever had. They've had some injuries, but they've had other guys step up. And Gage has definitely been one of those guys. And we are fortunate to have him joining us right now so let's go to the jones and sun diamond and bridal fine jewelry hotline and welcome in gage wood razorback pitcher and gage we really appreciate you joining us and glad we could work this all out man how you doing this afternoon i'm doing i'm doing well you know glad to hop on and uh talk on here yeah yeah so uh so just talk to us about uh your season so far we know that uh there's been a lot of injuries there have been some ups and downs you guys have had to you know, power through a whole lot but yet here you are, still winning games, sitting there at the top of the SEC West. Just uh, how, how do you feel like you as a team has been able to have so much success, even though you've had a lot of obstacles to go through with so many injuries? Yeah, you know, uh, I remember like back in like right before season was fixing to start, you know, and we got the news about Wiggins, you know, and that that really hurt us, you know. But uh, you know, our coaching staff has done a great job with just like telling us that like whatever adversity comes our way like no matter what we got to move on and we can't just like have that we just we can't look back and say man if we had all these guys healthy we would be so much better instead like we gotta we gotta make something happen we gotta step up and we still gotta play like the Razorbacks play baseball you know so that really just kind of gave something gave everyone else like something more to like work harder for and like try to achieve is just to still like hold down this tradition of always being a really good baseball team and I think it was really important how they had said that to us that just you got you're gonna have to respond to adversity a lot and I think that we've done a great job doing that this year like no doubt those guys if we had them they would be tremendous more help but I feel like we've done a great job of really responding to these like all these forms of adversity this year and still making things happen and work out well for us you know Gage with you being a freshman what's that adjustment been like for you this season so far and uh just getting out there and getting into your role coming out of bullpen and and uh taking on that closer role um you know uh I kind of knew that I was going to be one of the uh bullpen arms since the beginning of the season but it started out I didn't have I didn't start out real well this season uh and it was it was Honestly, the biggest thing I can remember is just, like, the mental aspect of, like, the difference between, like, playing high school with showcase ball to, like, coming to college baseball because, you know, like, I'm a freshman, like, 19-year-old kid playing against guys that are, like, 24, 25, you know, and have all this, like, more experience than me and whatnot. And I really just had to, like, tell myself 
that I was supposed to be here. I'm here for a reason. And that I had to mentally know that I was good enough for the job. And once that started happening, I started seeing a lot more success and doing what I do on the baseball field, you know, and that really helped. The mental side was the biggest thing for me. So you talked about at the beginning of the year and, and going through some things and all of that, just as far as where you're at right now as a freshman, is this what you thought you would be doing? Because with the injuries, I know guys had to step up and who knows, you know, what would have happened if those guys were still in the rotation and everything. But was this kind of the role you expected to be in? Was this what uh, Matt Hobbs and Dave Van Horn were kind of hoping that you would be in your freshman year? Just what were the expectations you had as an individual for this season? Yes, I I totally felt like I could have I could impact the team in a good way this season as a young bullpen arm, and that was what I wanted to do. And I had talked about it with them in my exit meetings in the fall, and uh, they said I was going to get the pitch, but depending on my performance was just going to depend like how much. And luckily, uh, they never lost faith in me, you know. And even when things weren't so good, you know, they still they kept faith in me and knew that I could do it, and then once I figured out that I could do it, then that's when things started going really well. What's your availability like game to game? Is it based on pitch count, or is it more about innings? Um, you know, uh, I see myself and they see me as like, if we have a lead in the last three innings, then they're going to put me in and let me go finish it, you know. But uh, honestly, it's Whatever they need me for and they need me to do, I'll do it, you know, just whatever I can do to help the team, honestly. But I've been anywhere from the last three or less innings throughout this season, you know. Speaking with Gage Wood, Razorback pitcher here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to John Neighbors Media LLC. Uh, but, hey, Gage, I know that it's been uh, it's been quite a year in, in knowing the roles that you played in and uh, just the guys on the team and in the in the pitching room there with you. Uh, uh, what what is that thing like? Because we've had some former Razorbacks on our show, whether it's uh, uh, Trent Daniel yesterday, who's actually a former pitcher. You know, he talked about the thing he loves seeing on in the dugout or out there in the bullpen. Is it seems like there's a lot of camaraderie. It seems like there's support. You guys are just a close-knit group. Just uh, talk to us about that and how that has been with not only you guys as a team, but also especially in the in the bullpen and with all your other pitchers there. Just how do you guys vibe and come together as a team? You know, that's one of the greatest things about this team is, like, nobody really sees, the like, what goes on behind the scenes, you know, like, kind of what you're asking. And everyone, like, once we had all moved up here last fall, you know, getting ready to, like, start fall ball and everything, everyone just, like, was really welcoming. And, like, everyone is, like, everyone's cool with each other on the team. Like, there's no, like, beef or any sort of drama between anyone. And I think that really helps us, you know, because we're all rooting for each other. We all want everyone to do the best they can do, and that that really that'll take the team a long ways. And I think that this team chemistry we have is like something really special. I've never really been a part of something like as close as everyone is, and especially like the pitchers are like super close with each other just because like that's who we're around the most. But and then the hitters the same way, like they're around each other all the time, like twenty four seven pretty much when we're at the field. And but we can still all just like when we're all still together in the locker room before a game or something, everyone's always getting along, and that's really great. When did you know that, that pitching was your way? Because, you know, being a versatile player and not only being a pitcher but playing different positions growing up, when did you know that uh, pitching was the way that you really wanted to go? Uh, when I was, like, 16, I started, like, throwing. I started throwing harder, and I was definitely the best at that, and I had to make a decision that I was going to just keep working on pitching, and I quit playing summer ball as a two-way, and I only played two-way in high school. And I really only did that because it was best for the team, you know, and I still I enjoyed it and everything. But once I really figured out about 16 to 17, I started throwing, like, low 90s. I, I knew I could really go somewhere uh, as a pitcher, and I, I was a lot better at pitching. So that's probably when. Yeah, it was coming, coming from Batesville, too, just uh, what was it like being growing up there and playing baseball there? Because there's a lot of – obviously, Dave Van Horn and the team that you're on has guys from all across the country and coming in. Some guys are JUCO guys. Some guys are transfers. Some guys are in-state, out-of-state, whatever it is. But uh, what was that like playing there in Batesville and in the recruitment process that you went through with uh, Dave Van Horn and Matt Hobbs? Uh, you know, 
I was I really got all my recruitment books. I feel like playing like showcase ball, but you know, growing up in Batesville, it was probably one of the best things for me. Just like the kind of like person I am, because like I like I like small town stuff. Like I'm a small town guy, you know. And but uh, going from Batesville, and then in the summers I would travel to all the way to like Florida and stuff to play and be in front of all these scouts and stuff. And then when I finally got the call from uh, Coach Hobbs that they wanted to offer me and stuff. That was that was really awesome because it was a dream come true, you know, growing up in a small town in Arkansas, and all you know is the hogs, and you know it's just a dream you want to do, and uh, it was really great to like have this to be able to get this opportunity, you know, and I'm super thankful for it. Also, you mentioned that uh, pitching and you know playing in the field that was something that was best for the team in high school. You were a multi-sport athlete, so how did you make the decision to play baseball and? Give some background on playing some of those other sports. You know, I was always playing baseball, football, and basketball, and uh, I really, I really did. I loved the other two, and I still sometimes like I like to go shoot around or play pickup with some of my buddies when I'm home on breaks and whatnot. And uh, football, I really liked football, but uh, I wasn't like I wasn't nearly as big as I am now, so. I remember when I was, like, moving up to high school and stuff, like, I I wasn't the best because, like, I was really small. I was a late bloomer. But then I decided that I wanted to take, like, baseball more serious so I could train a lot more in the fall and then go play, like, fall tournaments, like, off in, like, Jupiter, Florida. Uh, I remember I was going to have to miss summer practice uh, of football, and I just I made the decision that I wanted to play baseball. But I still I love those other sports. But I actually picked up golf my junior year of high school and once I picked up golf you know I really I really started enjoying it and I got to where I would play just about every day after I'd done like my baseball working out and everything and then I played on our uh, high school team junior and senior year and golf's one of my favorite things to do now yeah so that that's quite the quite the amount of sports that you got going on there too so it's it's but it's like I always thought like with golf especially if it, I know you don't uh, go out there and hit since you're a pitcher, but I always heard that oh, that kind of can throw you off a little bit if you're you know good on a golf swing, but then it messes with your your baseball swing. Is that a little bit of a myth? Is there any truth to that? You know, uh, I always played it in high school, and then like even in season, I'd go play sometimes if we had days off, and I'd still play, and I didn't feel like it ever really affected me as long as you just kind of know the difference between the two swings, you know. Because I, I think, honestly, it kind of helps with hand-eye coordination because you have to be, like, so precise with golf, you know, and to, like, hit it, like it hit it good. So you could be pretty precise with it. So I'm sure it, it helps. But then again, like, for it, I guess it kind of probably depends on the person, too. How much do you still get a chance to play golf, and how's your game? Uh, I play every once in a while here now, but... I didn't play for a while because I ended up, I broke my handmate earlier, like later on in the fall season. And, uh, I didn't play for a while, but, uh, I still went to like top golf with like friends and teammates. And then me and some of the other guys have played a few times here recently. And I'd say I'm all right. I can hit it a good ways, but it's when I get to like, uh, chip in putting, I ain't real good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, which one of the teammates would you say is the best golfer, or, or would that be you? Definitely near Hunter Holland. Oh, wow. So it's not even a question. It's like, the, so he's known. He's the guy. He's the golf guy on the team. Yeah, Hunter's really good. Hunter is. He's really good. All right, well, I'll make sure not to play with him in a scramble or anything like that then, if that's the <laughs> case. So, uh, But, uh, Gage, you know, we have uh, one of your teammates, Peyton Stovall, on with us each and every week on on this show, and uh, one of the things that uh, we talked about with him, and it was after you came in and had a had a great uh, uh, showing in earlier in conference play, is he says that uh, you, you know you're a huge personality. You know, you get fired up, you get energized, and all of that. Just uh, you know, do you do you see yourself as that way? And uh, and also, is it something to where you know you've had like Dave Van Horn? Is he you know kind of welcome that type of energy and that type of excitement? Just uh, how do you describe your overall personality when you're on the mound and uh, when you're in that moment, especially closing out a game? Oh, uh, when I'm in that moment, I'm thinking like I'm I'm going to do everything in my power to like help my team win this game, you know. And 
I'm like I'm full on like attack mode. Like before I come in, I like try to make myself as mad as possible because I feel like that helps me. And I think when I like finally do finish the game or like I like get out of a jam or something and like I'd show all that emotion. I don't know. I feel like it just kind of gets the team going and like I like it just helps and everyone's fired up, you know. Just cut in. I think I think it helps. You know, it helps me as like a pitcher and a player. So that's why I do it. You know, like earlier on in the season, I wasn't really doing it or acting like that and acting like confidence, confident. And once I really got that confidence and started like being myself as a player, yeah, that it definitely helped. Gabe, do any of the teammates know about your nickname growing up, Fathead? Where did that come from? <laughs> you know, that's just always been like my nickname when I was growing up playing travel ball uh you know a few of them do but like not all of them really know about that one they get they gave me a few new ones this year but not not many people really hear about fathead as much anymore so so what's your nicknames this year then what do you got uh I got uh Batesville Banger and like Ted or Teddy usually that's what I end up getting called Okay, so give us some background, though, on, on Fathead. Like, where did it come from? But How did that start? And then uh, the, the newest ones, how, how did they get going? It it came from my uh, my dad when I was younger. I guess I just had, like, a really big head. <laughs> I was a really big baby. Uh, and he, it just kind of stuck, and then that's what everyone called me when I was growing up playing ball. And uh, Batesville Banger came from uh, my curveball from uh, my curveball, the twelve six, they they call it the banger. So I just Batesville banger kind of stuck, and then uh, Ted and Teddy, they said uh, I guess because of my hair and because I'm not like super tall or anything, I said I look kind of look like a teddy bear. I'm just <laughs> messing with me. Oh uh, well, I, I mean, listen, most people would love to have one nickname. You're over here having three of them that's going on. So uh, I mean, that, that's <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. That, the coaches I hear, I get uh, Woody a lot by the coaches. That's what they call me. Yeah. Well, I saw that uh, also on uh, social media, of course, with uh, the Razorback baseball uh, social media. You know, they put out a bunch of different graphics and everything. But when you came in against Tennessee, one of the things that they put out, it says, uh, got that wood right here. Like, I'm sure you understand the reference from it, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I think Dumac was actually in the stands that game, too. That's why they did it. Yeah, that's see, that's uh, that to me is again a you know growing up as a Razorback fan that'd be a a pretty cool thing. But uh, yeah, it seems like you got a a lot of plays on your name and a lot of different nicknames going for you too. So uh, yeah, yes, that, sir. yeah, that makes it uh, that makes it a lot of fun. And uh, another thing, Gage is just as I know you talked about sports that you played and have played and, and golf and everything. Is there anything else off the off the field that you end up doing? Any hobbies? Anything that you uh, like enjoy doing when you're not playing baseball or playing any sports? Um. I really like to go like uh, hunting and fishing with my friends. Uh, I'd say I grew up doing that like all my life, and I got I got some buddies that uh, that's that's what we do all the time. You know, when it's like warmer outside and the fishing's good, we're always trying to find some somewhere to go fishing. You know, and then when it's like fall to like winter and it's hunting season, me and my those buddies were always going fishing. I mean, going hunting and doing whatever you know i just really like to be outside with them and honestly i like to hang out with my my good buddies from back home too you know that's those are definitely what i like to enjoy i enjoy doing the most so your favorite game to hunt and uh what type of fishing uh i would say i really like uh deer hunting and turkey hunting i didn't really i didn't get to go this year because of the season and whatnot but deer hunting I, i really like how you just you got to be patient for that one particular like shooter buck to come out. And when I was younger, I used to just shoot like the first thing that would come out, like be a little buck or something. But as I got older and realized and understood the patience behind it, and when you finally do get the one you're after that you like hunted all season for, I really I find a lot of joy in that. Once once you really get the job done and like actually hunted a deer for a while, I think that's probably my favorite thing to do. And Fishing, usually anywhere, I mean, it depends where we go. You know, we'll go bass fishing, crappie fishing, and uh, sometimes even go uh, catfishing nighttime sometimes. So is there certain spots here in Arkansas? Do you just go back to Batesville for uh, for the fishing and the hunting part of it? Or, you know, what do, what do you, where do you go when you do these things? Yeah, uh, we go to, like, lakes and the river and stuff to go fishing and ponds that uh, 
I've got like friends that's got some, got some like really good ponds. We'll go there, and uh, yeah, I do most of my hunting in Batesville. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like that was probably the case. I've never been to Batesville. I'm not going to lie, Gage. I've never been to Batesville. I, I never had a chance to. So if I ever do visit, what what do I need to do? Like, is there something I need to make sure I experience in my time in Batesville if I ever go? Uh, you know, I would say it's not really like in Batesville where I'm like doing all this stuff, but like something to do in Batesville is definitely check out like, uh, Triangle Cafe. It's been there forever. And one of my really good buddies, uh, his family owns it and it's, it's a really good diner. And I, I recommend the club sandwich. It's, it's, it's amazing. I get it every time I go home, but you know, there's not really a whole lot to do. I, I mean, the sandbars always get time down there on the river, but other than that, it's it's just a small town. There really ain't a whole lot there. Hey, well, listen, uh, you got you, and of course, you got uh, Mark Martin from uh, from Batesville. So, I mean, you got yeah, you got yeah. you got the whole crew that's coming out of there. So, I'm sure there could be plenty of good stuff to to find down there. But, uh, but Gage, hey man, we really appreciate you joining us. It was great talking with you, getting to know you a little bit, and I know our listeners really appreciate it too. So, if we don't get a chance to catch up with you, man, good luck the rest of the season, man, and hopefully, uh, you guys take care of business this weekend against South Carolina. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you again. That was former, or not former, the current Razorback closer and pitcher for Razorback Baseball, Gage Wood, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So really good catching up with Gage. And that's a perfect segue. If you want a pair of Razorback tickets to Sunday's game against South Carolina, looks like it's going to be a nice one there on that day. Hopefully you're talking about the sweep. Be the first caller right now, 501-661-1037. We'll get you a pair of those tickets to Arkansas and South Carolina on Sunday's game, and we'll keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us on the other side of the break. already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Last night in the NBA, there were two blowout wins. The 76ers won 115-103 to as Joel Embiid had 33 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 blocks. Tyrese Maxey added in 30 points as well. Philadelphia took a 3-2 lead in the series. Game 6 will be tomorrow. The Nuggets beat the Suns 118-102 to take a 3-2 lead. Nikola Jokic had 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. With that triple-double, he passed Wilt Chamberlain for the most triple-doubles ever by a center. Game 6 of that series will also be tomorrow. And tonight, there's a pair of elimination Game 5s. The Heat are up on the Knicks 3-1. They'll face off at 6-30. Then at 9, the Lakers can eliminate the defending champion Warriors with a win. Tip for that game is set for 9. Coverage of both games can be seen on TNT. The Lakers and Warriors game will also be broadcast on The Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Join us for the 19th annual Double B's Buzzbecue, May 13th. Cook teams from all over will compete for the coveted Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas Grand Champion Trophy. Get your tickets at buzzbq.com. Special thanks to Supreme Fixture Company. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks? Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs during the Memorial Day sales event. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. In my job, I never held back. I played hurt, and I pushed through the pain. Sound familiar? Football legend Emmett Smith had a reputation for just grinding through the injuries and pain over and over. That may be you. And QC Kinetic sees patients every day who are exhausted from dealing with the persistent pain. A lot of you work physically demanding jobs. You stand, you climb, you bend down, you reach up. 
And if you have joint pain, it takes all you got to earn a living. But it's time you know about QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the leaders in regenerative treatments, help relieve that debilitating joint pain without surgeries or downtime. These are natural solutions that use your body's own healing properties to give you lasting relief from the soreness and achiness. You got a job to do. I get it. But now you don't have to suffer through the pain. Check out my friends over at QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save big. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank Be you, Be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. It is Out of Bounds on a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Appreciate Gage Wood, former Razorback pitcher, joining, or see, see, saying former because it's like I'm so used to not having current pitchers on our uh, show. But no, we, he's current. He's not off the team. He is there. We really appreciate him coming on and talking with us a little baseball and having some fun with him too because uh, anytime you can talk with a current Razorback, it's always fun, especially a kid from, from Batesville and gave me uh, some good uh, good advice if I ever make it over there to go to the Triangle Cafe and get the club sandwich. So good to know. But we're going to keep it moving actually with our uh, baseball conversation because we're also very pleased here in the Hogsmeade Market Studios to be joined by Stephen Davis of the Arkansas Travelers and the voice of the Travelers himself. And uh, Stephen, it's good to see you here in studio, man. How you it, doing? It's good to be here. It's good to see you. Uh, we've talked a lot over the years where we couldn't see each other, John, but it, yeah. it, it's good to be here. And, uh, you know, it's nice of you to have me in on a wide open Wednesday instead of a trigger Tuesday. I can keep my <laughs> anger to myself. That's right. That's right. It tries to keep it really simple. Which, yeah, people may not know this, but uh, me and Stephen go way back because... When I was working my first radio station up in Northwest Arkansas, you were like ten years old. Yeah, pretty much. I was I was in college, and it was when it was my literally my first gig when I wanted to get into radio, and one of the the perks of the job, oh, sure, of course, yeah, this was not a perk, but it was an absolute perk was actually running the board for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, where Stephen was the voice. So we had to communicate a lot back and forth, and uh, one of my most fondest memories I brought up with Stephen is there was a night where. Uh, the the Northwest Arkansas Naturals played in a game that uh, had some uh, rain delays and everything. I think it went to what was it twenty one innings something. Yeah, tw- twenty innings. I'm not even sure if there were rain delays. I think it's just a long. Uh, okay. Game. I don't know. We've had it. We did everything that summer. Yeah. You, yeah. you were there most of the summer uh, running the board, making sure I was on the air. The commercials played, all that fun stuff, and it was a nice perk for you because you got paid. That's right. That's it was a right. paying job. I, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. It was. Uh, you know, as a college kid, any money was great. Right. So, and yeah. you haven't looked back. You stayed in radio and. You're, you're still getting paid, I yeah, assume. Yeah, look at us now. Look at us now <laughs> doing it. Yeah, still getting paid. At least the check's clear. And so, but, uh, Stephen, yeah, just tell us about, man, how, how the season's gone thus far for the Arkansas Travelers. I know turnout's been great, and it's yeah. uh, always good to talk baseball. So how's everything been going so far this year? Overall, really well. Uh, crowds have been great. Uh, our opening homestand a couple weeks ago, we had gorgeous weather, big crowds. Uh, the team's winning more games than they're losing. That's always good. That's good. Uh, 17 wins, 11 losses right now. Another win last night, uh, breaking a tie in the eighth inning with four runs. But we've had a few too many days like this has been part of the problem. Uh, the, the Travs have kind of been cursed by weather. 
doesn't matter, home or road, they've had at least one game in each series this year affected by weather. We're hoping we can snap that streak this week. I don't know if that's going to happen now, uh, looking at the forecast. But we've had four doubleheaders. Oh, wow. We've had four games rained out and other games suspended that we had to resume the next day for a quasi-doubleheader. Uh, it's been a messy year with weather. Uh, very, very unorthodox for the schedule for that. But uh, that aside, uh, no complaints at all. Otherwise, it's been an outstanding season. We're off to a great start. Uh, good people on the team, some interesting stories, some good players. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you throw in the great promotions and stuff we've still got to look forward to this summer. And we're going to have a lot of fun. So what are, what are uh, some of those promotions that are coming about? Well, let's go with the big one coming up this weekend. Obviously, every Friday, fireworks at Dickey Stevens Park. So Friday, fireworks uh, this week. And then Saturday uh, is like I, I, what I would consider our first real big like promotional night of the season. It's Faith and Family Night. So we bring in a guest. Uh, we, we changed up the format a couple years ago. Bring in a guest, do a Q&A with them. And this year we got Daryl Strawberry. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So Daryl Strawberry is going to be at the ballpark Saturday. Uh, they asked me, they're like, hey, would you mind? They, you know, it's one of those, they, 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 <laughs> would you do the Q&A? And they don't want to just straight up ask. And before they could finish asking, I was like, yes, yes. And we'll do the Q&A <laughs> yeah. with Daryl Strawberry. So about 545 Saturday night, Daryl Strawberry and I probably, uh, I think we'll do it on top of the dugout maybe. Fans can get in early. Uh, the gates will open early Saturday night. Uh, we'll have Daryl Strawberry. Uh, and, and he did a nice promotional video for us. He, he said, we're going to talk about faith, we're going to talk about family, and, and we'll talk some baseball, too. So uh, we'll cover a lot of ground in about a 30-minute Q&A with Earl Strawberry on Saturday night, and then uh, the game's at 7.05. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to like uh, beat you to the punch here, but uh, what, what, what do you want to know as a baseball guy? Just from baseball side of things, like, what would be, is what kind of be like your number one question to ask Daryl Strawberry? I don't know yet. You know, when, when I first got the, you know, hey, would you do this? Yeah, I'll absolutely do it. I'm like, thinking like, man, what do you ask Daryl Strawberry? Yeah. You start looking at what he did in his career, world championship, Championships with different teams, playing it for both New York teams, and then the personal highs and lows he went through as well. I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, hopefully we'll get to all of it, but like, where do you start? What is the the first topic you bring up with Daryl Strawberry uh, and and where he goes with his life and his career? So, uh, you know, I'll plan that out a little bit here over the next couple of days, but. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ground to cover with him. It's a, it's a really interesting story, what he's been through in his life, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to diving deep with him on, on Saturday and uh, letting him share his story with the fans. Not too far into the season, but with minor league baseball, you have players coming in and out. Oh, any, yeah. Any, uh, any major changes that have happened so far? Yeah, uh, amazingly. Usually you got to wait till about mid-season till you get some like significant promotions, but we, we've seen a couple already, uh, and good news, a couple of the guys we started with this year have gone straight to the big leagues, uh, which is just fantastic. Uh, Bryce Miller, uh, who was in our starting rotation at the end of last year and was back this year, uh, a Texas kid from Texas A&M. Uh, just exploded when he got to pro ball. Wasn't a high-profile guy coming out of A&M, uh, but his stuff has been awesome, and, and the Mariners and what they've done with him has been phenomenal in two years. Uh, and Bryce had a very impressive spring training, and they said, you know what, if we need a young starter at some point, even early in the season, Bryce could come up straight from A. Well, that came last week. He goes to Oakland, and he's just dominant in his first start against the A's, struck out 10, didn't walk anybody, and he's the third pitcher in Major League history to ever strike out 10 and walk nobody in their big league debut with Johnny Cueto and Steven Strasburg. So mm. pretty good company there. Uh, his second big league start, he goes out and beats the Houston Astros on Sunday. So uh, Bryce has been fantastic up in the big leagues. Another one of our relievers, Juan Ten, uh, a guy from the Dominican Republic who fought some injuries the last couple of years, got to the big leagues. He's thrown a couple scoreless innings, his first two appearances. So that's the good news. We, we've lost a couple guys. Never good to lose them, but we want to lose them, get them to the big leagues. That's the goal. Uh, they've pitched really well. And then a couple guys they've sent us have performed well. Uh, filling in, Juan Mercedes made his first start last night, had a successful outing, five innings, two runs. He's a 23-year-old. And we've got a new leadoff hitter, too, uh, Jonathan Classe, 20 years old. He won't turn 21 till later this month. He's already on the big league 40-man roster. Uh, he's one of those guys, when you look at him out there, you're like, this guy's going to make some stuff happen. Uh, he looks the part with the physical build. He, he's strong. He's fast. He's only about 5'9", probably. Uh, but he, he's got a little bit of pop, uh, a ton of speed, plays center field. Hasn't really had that big game yet at the plate to help his confidence, but I think the more comfortable he gets here in A, the more he sees this higher level of pitching, he's going to be really, really good. He's a switch hitter. Uh, I'm excited to watch him play the rest of this summer. Speaking with uh, Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers here in the Hogsmeade Market Studios. And, Stephen, we were kind of talking before uh, you came on just about some of the changes that's happened in minor league baseball, especially since the COVID year happened and to where it's at now. Just, uh, I'm curious, what, what are your thoughts on some of those major changes? And also, looking forward, or do you think that there's going to be any other 
major changes or anything happening as far as the way minor league baseball is done. You know, if I could predict the future, I'd be down at Oakland right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- there will be changes. Uh, don't get me wrong. I just don't know what they'll be. Uh, there have been su- substantial changes, both in the way you know the front office operates with, with Major League Baseball essentially taking over the minor leagues. There's been changes with the game on the field. Uh, a lot of the rule changes that are in the big leagues this year hit us over the last couple seasons. We had all of those, in fact, last year uh, in A for the Travs. Uh, and then there's changes with uh, you know the players and what they're going through as well. So uh, and it kind of, we say it, it's been since COVID. It wasn't really because of COVID right, that all right. this happened. It just kind of timed up that way. And I think the biggest thing, especially for those of us that are still in the game and were in the game before, it feels like there were so many changes that happened, and there really were. But it was 40 years worth of changes. They just hadn't happened over a 40-year period. It happened in more like three months mm. in some cases uh, and they were changes that needed to happen uh, the, the game needed to be modernized the game needed to be updated uh, both in terms of product on the field how the minor leagues operate off the field uh, they're good changes things that needed to happen and I think as we get down the road and honestly I think other than some of the rule changes on the field uh, which hopefully the minor league fans are used to now you really didn't notice anything different if you were a fan of the travelers and went to a game the way the thing operates is still the same for the fans. It's still a great product. It's still family-friendly. It's still affordable. Uh, that's all still there. And the, the better treatment for minor league players, the, the higher salaries, the better living conditions, all A-plus stuff that needed to happen. Uh, and you know How you get to that point is always what makes it sticky. But enough people were like, look, this needs to happen. Let's find a way to get it done. Minor league players unionized last year and negotiations. There's officially a collective bargaining agreement now between minor league players who are under the uh, Major League Baseball Players Association umbrella and the the big league clubs now. Uh, So I think that's fantastic, uh, and it's great for those guys, and it gives them a chance to not have to worry about some of the ancillary stuff they had to worry about before, about, you know, do I not eat before I come to the Hmm. ballpark? Is the place I sleep going to have enough beds for everybody? Things like that. All that stuff is stuff that they don't have to worry about now. They can just worry about training, playing baseball to the best of their ability, and trying to maximize uh, their baseball careers. There's been a lot of positive feedback with the pitch clock, and, you know, as you mentioned, that started with the minors. So, um, you know, there were some people that were against it, but now they've kind of gotten on board, and (laughs) they've gotten that positive feedback. So when you saw it go through the minors to begin with before it made it to the major league level, did you see it as something that was going to be a plus for the game? Absolutely. What was funny about it was we had a pitch clock before. They just didn't enforce it. We had a clock counting down. It's kind of like what you see at a, at a Razorback game now yep. in the SEC. They have the clock, but yeah, if it expires, well, the guy was close to me. They don't enforce it. Two years ago, 2021, we're playing long games. We don't care. We hadn't had baseball the summer before in the minor leagues. We were just happy to be playing games. But I kept hearing from my friends out in the California League, down at the single-A level, about this strictly enforced pitch clock they were using and how awesome it was. And we're checking their game times, and they're playing games that are 12 to 7, and they're done in 2 hours and 20 minutes. And we're going, wow. And talk (laughs) to guys, and they're like, this is outstanding. You know, it's, It's really on the umpires to enforce it, but the players get used to it, then you fall into a rhythm. And we're like, all right, it's probably going to come to us. So it did last year, and it was just amazing. The, the difference it makes in terms of not necessarily pace of game, but pace of action where the pitcher has to bring pitches. It brings some more strategy into it on how you do different things. It's fascinating, but it keeps the game moving, which I think is awesome. Uh, and, and now seeing it in the big leagues, you know, those guys had all of spring training to get used to it. The minor league guys didn't last year. It took them a couple weeks in the season before they started enforcing it. The big league guys had spring training. I, I know it's been a real adjustment for some of those guys who have been in the big leagues 5, 8, 10, 12 years to, to adjust to it. But I would hope now a month in they're into it. And even if they don't like it, they can see the positive effects it's had on the game, on fans, on the product in general. Uh, it's just awesome. And I think Theo Epstein, the, the former Cubs general manager who now works for Major League Baseball and is kind of spearheading a lot of these uh, possible rule changes and was the the lead on some of these uh, implementations, came out this year in an interview and said, you know, you don't go to an NFL game ever or a college football game and go, man, that play clock and those two delay a game penalties just ruined the experience <laughs> for me. You don't go to a baseball game now and go, yeah, that 15-second that pitch clock and, and those two pitch timer violations where they put an extra ball on the count just ruined the game. It's just part of the game now. And and it doesn't feel like something that shouldn't be there. It's it's part of the evolution, and it's part of what has made baseball different than 
professional football and professional basketball and even hockey to an extent. I don't follow hockey that closely, but you know the NFL will make major rule changes every year or two, it seems like. The NBA makes major rule changes every year or two. MLB hadn't had anything. Baseball has been very reticent to change, and it doesn't mean that change is bad. It just means it's different. And I think we've seen through the implementation and experimentation of these rules in the minors last year, uh, where we had all these things, and now what it's done in the big leagues this year, that it's been a good change. And it, I don't want to say necessarily will open up more change in Major League Baseball, but it, I think it'll at least get people to where they're more open-minded about seeing possible ideas and what might work. Well, Stephen, we appreciate you coming in with us uh, here today. So there's going to be a game tonight. I know it's yeah, been raining outside. We're but, planning uh, on it. Uh, yeah. You'll look at the forecast. Weather's going to break. Yeah. Uh, it was 6.30 first pitch. I think we're going we're gonna to go. And you know what? The radio broadcast will be on the air over on Buzz 2 no matter what. That's right. 106.7 Buzz 2 against Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Yes. So how about that old battle of the state of Arkansas? Battle of the Naturals. Yep. Like Taking on little brother this week. <laughs> there you go. And it's uh, the dog days of summer is going to be the highlight tonight. Yep. Is that, is that... Uh, dogs can come out. Uh, $3 berm tickets if you bring your dog. Uh, it's it's a great time. Dogs love it, and I think people like bringing their dog out, too. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely great. So, again, folks, you can listen right over there at 106.7 Buzz to our sister station. You can get out to the ballpark right there in North Little Rock at Dickie Stevens Park. Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers, really appreciate you joining us, Stephen. It's good to see you again, and I know uh, we'll be having you in again here soon to talk more about absolutely. the Travs. Absolutely. Let's do it again anytime you guys need me. All right, appreciate it. We'll take commercial break, our final break, and then we'll get to three and out here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Ringo Starr and his all-star band. The world tour continues. October 12th, the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. Help from my friends. Oh, I get high with a little help from my friends. Ringo Starr. With friends, Steve Lukather from Toto. From Minute Work, Colin Hay. From Edgar Winter Band, Edgar Winter. From Average White Band, Hamish Stewart. October 12th, the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. Tickets make a great Mother's Day gift. On sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Ringo Starr and his all-star band. October 12th, the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a layback Sunday afternoon You wish Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. ice cream at Walmart Supercenters and Neighborhood Markets. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. 
Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Razorback outfielder Jace Borfin gets in the zone every Monday, courtesy of Fence Brokers, providing Arkansas with the largest inventory, quality products, and superior service. Call Fence Brokers today, or you can request a quote at FenceBrokers.com. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. But want to first tell you about Guatney Chevrolet and how they have some great deals going on here in the month of May. We know Memorial Day weekend is upon us. You know you're going to be traveling a lot during the summer, having a good time doing it, doing it in a new vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet right there in Jacksonville under the big American flag. They've been in business since 1957, and they got all the inventory on all of your favorite Chevrolet vehicles. I personally drive a Chevrolet Silverado, and I love it. It is the best vehicle that I've ever had, and honestly, when I got it from Guatney Chevrolet, I knew I was getting me a great vehicle, but every time I go back to get it serviced, whether it's for an oil change or just some maintenance, they all remember me, they treat me well, and they'll do the same for you. So no matter what your vehicle need may be, head over to Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. You can also shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com, and I promise you, you won't be disappointed with Guatney Chevrolet. All right, a few things going on as far as uh, three and out goes down, and I know we have uh, some plenty of uh, storylines to get into as well. But uh, I wanted to mention that uh, the NFL did release their international schedule. We didn't get really a chance to dive into that. It got kind of busy, but still having some uh, some interesting games. Where in week four you got the Falcons taking on the Jaguars in London, and then in week five you got the Jaguars taking on the Bills in Tottenham. You have the Ravens taking on the Titans in Week 6 at Tottenham. And then the Dolphins taking on the Chiefs in Frankfurt. And then in Week 10, the Colts taking on the Patriots also in Frankfurt. So uh, five games happening internationally into the NFL. And from what it looks like, every single one of those games should be very intriguing because all those teams are looking to either get into the playoffs or uh, maybe make a Super Bowl run. But uh, should be a really great schedule as far as those games being in the international side of things. Kenny Atkinson, the number one assistant for the Golden State Warriors, he's going to interview with the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, we know Mm -hmm. he turned down the job with the Charlotte Hornets last season to return to the Golden State Warriors, but now it looks like if he's able to uh, get this head coaching job with the Bucks, he will be moving on, but he's uh, gotten the interview okayed now by the Warriors to talk to the Bucks. All right. So uh, Nick Nick Nurse still in the running though? Is that still a thing? Still happening? Right? Oh, it, it's wide open. They're looking at all candidates. Uh, also, uh, in some other news with uh, with Kyler Murray in the NFL, apparently, you know, people talked about him and his, you know, whether it's his uh, hard work ethic and whether or not it was there or anything. But according to the reports, apparently Kyler Murray Murray has been the first one in and last one out this past offseason and is also vibing very well with the new Cardinals regime. So people are expecting some big things out of him. We know he got that big contract, and they didn't have the best of season last year, but new coaches, new new everything coming in might be what Kyler Murray needs, and if that's the case, it's a very competitive division as it is, but they could be that team that gets back on track and makes some noise in the NFL this year. News on a couple of former Duke guys. Coach K, he's going to be a special advisor to basketball ops in the NBA, and then J.J. Redick 
He also, he's uh, an analyst right now, but he's interviewing for the Raptors head coaching job. Interesting. Okay. Listen, I love J.J. Redick as a, as a com- commentator there on, uh, whether it's ESPN First Take or whatever he's on. I think he does a really good job. And I was actually, I'll admit this, I've mainly hated most Duke players. J.J. Redick was about the only Duke player I didn't hate. Like, he was one that I actually liked when he was playing there. So, uh, but he's a... Uh, Glad to know that he's at least uh, getting that job. And I don't know if he'll be great at Toronto or not, but uh, they could do a lot worse. That's for sure, rather than J.J. Redick. He's interviewing, so he hasn't gotten the right. job, but he's interviewing. Right. Uh, kind of a crazy uh, situation here, too, with Bo Jackson. We know about the great Bo Jackson. He was on W Jocks with uh, Mac and Cube earlier, and he talked about how he had to have a special procedure now. And this is, again, scary thing, because he's had hiccups for over a year. He has not stopped hiccuping for a year. I could not imagine what that's like. I could not imagine how scary that must be. Hopefully the surgery is a success. But, dude, every day for a year, the hiccups, I hate them when I have them for five minutes. Couldn't imagine. So hopefully the surgery goes well and gets rid of it. I can't imagine having to live with that for a year as long as he has. USC is added to their basketball roster. Bronny James made the announcement that he is going to USC. And now DJ Rodman, son of Dennis Rodman, is transferring to USC. He played the previous four seasons at Washington State. He averaged 10 and 6, so 10 points, 6 rebounds a game. How about that? And speaking of the transfer portal, too, uh, Julian Phillips, who was the uh, five-star small forward for Tennessee this past year, just entered into the transfer portal. So uh, another big-time five-star player all getting crazy, and apparently uh, there's going to be a lot more names coming out in college basketball, too. I thought this was crazy on a more entertainment note. Actually, I think it uh, came out yesterday, but still crazy to me today. Robert De Niro just popped out his seventh child. Not his grandchild, seventh child. He's 79 years old. Like, I, I don't want to be morbid about it, but I can't imagine just being like, well, you know, because if he passes on here in the next five to six years or something like that, the kid's like, oh, you know, what, what about my dad? Oh, well, he passed away due to old age. He was over in his 80s. Crazy thing, but kudos to old Bob Shapiro, uh, Bob Shapiro, be a Bob uh, De Niro going out there and still making it work at the age of 79. With the NFL full schedule release coming out tomorrow, of course, there'll be more leaks earlier tomorrow, but the actual schedule comes out at 7 o'clock Central, so 8 o'clock Eastern. Now, Donna Kelsey, she may have leaked something already because she announced on Facebook Chiefs Eagles Week 2 at Arrowhead. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, well she... Uh, May have jumped the gun here, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow if she's got uh, some correct information there or not. But appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. You better stay tuned, folks, because we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire Stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight service, straight talk, 